Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Hello, okay. everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Screen Podcast. <laughs> As opposed to the Good Screen Not Cast. Yes. <laughs> Today, Lauren was like, let's just take the L this week. And I was like, fuck that. I'm staying up all night to record this with you. Yeah, we're recording this. I just got home from work. It's 1140. Yeah. In the in the night i have way too much in the tank to not do an episode of the podcast this week lauren what have you been enjoying on the good screen this week we didn't even introduce ourselves oh i'm russell i'm lauren i have not been enjoying much on the good screen this week i know last time i talked about how i started tutori again right i didn't play it too much this last week if at all i didn't really play it at all this week can you explain this game to our good friend will party he's like i have no fucking clue what you're talking what she's talking about oh no like just the atelier series in general no just the game just, just simple Tutori. simple terms don't mansplain it just so, tell him what it's about atelier tutori is the second game in the atelier arland series <laughs> the first one is called atelier Verona, which is about a really stupid little girl that learns alchemy which is putting things in a pot and it makes something cool basically and in atelier verona the main goal is you have assignments every month that you have to do in order to progress the game and progress the story and there's a lot of different endings that you can get i got the ending where she opens up a little pie shop and this it's really like cute the dozen time that you mentioned that i'll never stop mentioning <laughs> it it's the it's the best part of the whole game although i want to get the other endings atelier tutori is the sequel to that and this one verona is grown up and she has an apprentice and that apprentice is tutori and she's also a stupid little girl um and so the main plot of this game Instead of Verona, it took place over one year. This one takes place over six years. You mentioned that last week, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you still get assignments. Um, although I haven't gotten to my first big assignment yet. But you're part of an adventurer's guild. And your assignments come from there. That's, that's it. And it's cute and stupid and hard. Tutori is apparently the hardest game in the whole series, and I have yet to find out why. But I'm following a guide. Well, thank you for making this one begin just like the last three. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? Dad, you asked me for a dumb mansplation. No, That's no, the best no. anything else that you've been enjoying on the good screen? Oh, I'm still watching Narcos. Okay. Um, I'm on the last episode of season two. How's that going? Pablo Escobar is about to be caught, I think. Okay. Um, he's kind of on his last stand. <laughs> what else have I done this week? There's nothing else I can think of. Okay. Is there something else I'm supposed to think of? No, I don't think so. Okay. What have you been enjoying on the good screen, Russell? Oh, oh. I guess I could count watching you play No Tears Kingdom. <laughs> no Tears? No Tears King? No Tears King. Yeah, I've been playing that. I've had a lot of fun watching you play that. I went out of my way to not talk about the same thing two weeks in a row. I'm sorry. I do the same thing every week. It's a slow progression. For me. I I I was like, well, I knew we had some extra time because we were gonna record on Thursday mm-hmm. or watch it on Thursday, but then we were like, let's just watch it on our own. 
mm-hmm. then we'll do it on on Sunday. But then Sunday we decided to not, not uh, which was a bad idea. Honestly, it went. Now I'm up at what midnight almost. Mm-hmm. Bad idea. So yeah, we're not going to do that again. We wanted to watch baseball. Yeah, <laughs> and we also had to like get food, like groceries. Yeah. On Thursday, so it wasn't happening. So I had some extra time, and over the weekend, I watched two documentaries. Did you? That were semi-inspired by recent events. Will and I watched, Will Party and I watched um, a baseball game. Oh, yeah. Didn't he come over? No, he didn't come over. No? No, he was just on Discord. Oh, okay. We watched a baseball game, and he was talking about basketball and how it's over for the 76ers. And then we were talking about this one, like, the TikTok guy who does the combinations of, like, he does, like... Peppy, 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 and and then he like combines all this like Pepsi like and Coke and stuff. I've never seen that. You've but never okay. seen that guy with like he has like a GoPro on his. I, I send you them. I'm pretty sure I sent you one or two. He has like a GoPro and it looks really weird. And he like flails his arms around and he goes like if he mixes like a few things, he'll go Peppy, 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 Peppy Sprite, and then he'll like mix them mix them all together. Mer, 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 happy, 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 and lemon juice. Oh, wait, one. Smoky is not that bad. I said to try this, but you have to keep one to try this one. And TikTok, I'm 22 years old, so I will be like a bear. I get this one, and yes. Maybe. And anyway, so we were talking about that. Does he have like a beard and long hair? No. No? No, he has long hair, but no beard. Maybe maybe he has a little goatee. I'm I was not sure. Say, I think I'm picturing a little mustache situation. Yeah, but um, we were talking about that, and coincidentally, I went on because you got Netflix, and you were you've been on Netflix a lot, so yeah. it's usually like the first app on the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I went on Netflix, and the first thing it recommended me because the only thing I ever watched on Netflix was uh, The Last Dance. The Mm-hmm. documentary about michael jordan yeah they recommended me uh this one documentary called the redeem team hmm. uh, it was about the 2008 uh, united states olympic basketball team mm-hmm. and i was like what is there to, what what do we have to say about that like it's it's nba players in easy gold right no 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 other do other other countries play basketball yeah Which and ones? they play in the nba all of them. Who? So what happened was, I, I learned so much. I learned so much. I recommend everyone. This is very good screen. This is this is cultural. This is great. So what happened, this is the, but now I'm going to tell everyone what the plot of it is. But there are moments in it where it's like, definitely like, wow, wow, sports are actually kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. So this is my quick summary. And this is all like history. You can look this up. Like, it's just part of sports history now. Mm-hmm. Um, so back in the day when basketball was starting to get more popular, um, other countries were getting good at it too. But back then before, I think 92, no, I'm sorry, the eighties, mm-hmm. like late eighties, we didn't let NBA players play in the Olympics because they were busy with their other stuff. Okay. Makes and sense. it was all college stars. And Oh, really? And yeah. And uh, the U.S. would win usually, but then other countries, the basketball got, as the Olympics kept going, basketball was getting more popular and popular. So at one point, there was like this devastating loss against 
the USSR in like 84 or like oh, in the great. middle of the Cold War. And everyone yeah. was like, well, fuck it. We, we have to get the NBA players now. We, we cannot lose again. Mm-hmm. And they got them. And <laughs> we cleaned house every year. Wow. Um, Every four years, it was like no joke, just like a given. Like they were going to win. Michael yeah. Jordan and Charles Barkley on the same team. And some other names I forget. Mm-hmm. And it was like a given. Like, oh, you know, the United States is going to bring home the gold. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to uh, 2000 to 2004. Around this time, basketball, because of Michael Jordan and everything, basketball was really popular. And, and the NBA was starting to draft, become like an international, kind of like baseball, where mm-hmm. they get people from all over the globe. And mm-hmm. they would play for their country's teams. So mm-hmm. they would have, so it was kind of like an equal playing field. And um, around that time, uh, well, uh, of course, somehow 9-11 ties into everything. <laughs> of and, course it does. And, we live in a post-9-11 world and everything revolves around it. Yes. and So there was like a lot of patriotism. No. No? Well, yes, but also there was a lot of, like, people were scared to go to the Olympics because Greece is really close oh, in 2004. Yeah. So a lot of, like, Shaq didn't want to go. He was like, I want to see how far the Lakers get or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, all, like, not all the good players, but most of them didn't go. Mm-hmm. So um, they lost that year, I'm assuming. Well, they got, yeah, yeah, they did. And it was, like, devastating. LeBron James was, I think. I want to say LeBron James was was in that year, but they he was like benched because he was like a, I don't even think he was technically like started yet in the NBA. They just got him to to go. Really, I could I'm probably wrong about that. And and a bunch of other like younger guys, they were all benched because like Allen Iverson was still playing and and whatever. So and he's like the the seventy six or so. That's the only one I remember. Sure. <clears throat> so like there was like this active like really intense like. You're gonna build a bond over the next four years, sort of training that they had to go through, mm-hmm. and it was dramatic and like, um, shit. What's his name? Like a really famous college coach was coaching them for the Olympic team mm-hmm. for 2008. Yeah, and they had like LeBron came back and shit. I can't remember any of their names because I'm not, like, a big fan of the NBA. Yeah. Um, so LeBron came back, and they were doing okay. And then I think they lost, like, a, a pivotal game that would have, like, made them instantly qualify and not have to do, like, a qualifying match, like, a year before. And they were like, well, what do we do now? And so then they got Kobe Bryant to come on the team. Like Kobe. Yeah, they, like, convinced him to come on. And yeah. it it was probably, like, the most... I think it was recently made, like, after he died, but I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. I didn't know, like, how, like, powerful of a person he was. Yeah, I remember reading somewhere that before he even made it big in, like, professional basketball, he went to the Olympics first. Or, like, very early on. Uh, Am maybe, I thinking of the right one? I don't know. <laughs> Someone's I'm, like that. Someone, like, won an Olympic before they even went to the professionals. I'm not sure. They didn't talk about that. He okay. he didn't even show up in the movie until like halfway through. Okay. Or the documentary. But like he was such a crazy athlete. Um I won't spoil like how, well of course like everyone knows they won gold that year. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not about that. Like every we could look I won't spoil no, the no, recorded no, no, no. history, oh, no. but 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 Chris Evans. <laughs> but Chris Evans. <laughs> 
I didn't even catch that until Russell told me about that. Well, I was like, oh my god. No. So, <laughs> like, there's there's a point where like he's like one of the players on the other team in Spain is like another uh, Laker that Kobe Bryant plays with, mm-hmm. and you know they're buddies and everything, and. He like goes like d- goes looks over at LeBron. And he goes, "I'm gonna like deck him," and he like body checks him into the ground to show him that he's like not playing around with him in the middle of the Olympics. Like that, that <laughs> happened. I, I I completely missed this because I did not give a shit mm-hmm. back in 2008. I had my Olympic bag. My grandma got me, and I watched the opening ceremony. Yeah, and maybe like one of Michael Phelps's races. <laughs> I remember the 2008 Olympics because. I was in third grade, maybe. Okay. I was nine. Um, and my teacher would, like, put clips, like, on the projector of something that happened. And I remember us watching, like, the animations that came out that year. Oh. For, like, promotions, they had, like, the four characters yeah. or whatever for the Olympics that year. I remember our teacher showing us that and, like doing like a whole lesson on what the olympics is my teacher my english teacher because i was going that summer i was going into ninth grade mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah i would have been in third grade yeah we're, we have a six-year age difference guys five, five most of the time most of the time <clears throat> but we're i'm almost 30 now so it's fine mm-hmm. like 15 years ago it was a little bit no just kidding <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, that was weird. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, my my English teacher was a really big fan of him, and he had like all the newspaper clippings of Michael Phelps. Mm. Yeah. Was this before he cheated? Did he cheat? He smoked weed. I'm thinking Lance Armstrong. Yeah, Lance Armstrong was the guy who cheated. Yeah, he, do- he doped. He doped. Lance Armstrong just smoked weed because he was stressed out. Yeah, I think which that was valid. the story. Yeah, and. Yeah. Also, weed is like the exact opposite of an enhancement drug. Yeah, he had a. He, there was a picture of him with a bong. Oh, it's just a ew. Yeah. I don't like the like the gurgle of bongs. But like his lung capacity. Imagine his lung capacity. Oh my though. god! How fat like, how, of a how rip fat he of a take? rip of the bong. That's why they call it the Phelps bong, cannon bong. Like you're going you in the pool, about? like cannonball. I've never heard of that. You just pulled that that out of your ass. I just made that up. Anyway, that's the first documentary. (laughs) That was the first documentary. Very good. They get gold. But I think everyone should watch the movie because it hyped me up. It made me want to play basketball and try and get into the NBA. But I can't do that. As a 30-year-old white man. As a 29-year-old white man. I mean, it's never too late to join a local rec team. No, I want to join the NBA. Good luck. (laughs) No. Um... (laughs) I also watched another documentary, which was like a series. I watched a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is like, I'm going to be going for so long with it. I def- really I've had are. this belt up, built up all weekend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't wait until we talk about it. We went When we went out for breakfast, I was like, I want to talk about this so bad, mm-hmm. but I can't. So I just sat there. Yeah, I remember you saying that. The second movie that I watched, or documentary that I watched, was called Pepsi Where's My Jet. Excuse me? Um, it was about a promotion that Pepsi ran back in 1995. So I was like two, so I didn't really I was know. Negative four. You were negative, yeah. And they had these things called Pepsi points, 
and the more Pepsi that you drank, you could print out like box tops, kind of. Oh, okay. And you submit like how them. With, like how with Coke, you would like do the code under the cap. Yeah, they got that from Pepsi. Pepsi like initiated that, but it was mm. it was like a paper thing. Like you take off the label or like oh, okay, there's okay. like something on the carton and. And he would redeem, like, for a T-shirt. I think there was, like, a leather jacket, a mm. duffel bag. And then they had this commercial. And in the commercial, they ended it, like, kind of like it as an advertising sort of gag um, with this kid who has all the Pepsi stuff on. And it says, like, uh, you know, uh, shirt, sev- 700 points or whatever. And then uh, it just goes on all the stuff. And then at the end, he goes to school and, like, he comes down in a in a Harrier jet, and it says seven million points. Wow! And this guy in Washington was like, he did the math on like how much they were worth, and he was like, "This is attainable," because I know a businessman who would be willing to. And he like created a business like plan to like do something with this jet to like have people learn how to fly in it or like do something crazy like like actually like fund a a business over this and the guy was like yeah let's do it and then they found out that it was like impossible to get the delivery of that much pepsi to like they'd had to pay more money just to get it delivered to them Mm -hmm. and then he went to the like just out of nowhere went to this like convenience store and there was a like a little pamphlet about it and it said, hey, if you just want to get Pepsi points, write us a check. It's, um, I think it's like 10 points per dollar or something like that. And it was even cheaper to get and it that way. Pepsi. It was like $350,000 for a jet, technically. How much are jets normally? Uh, I think, I want to say it was about um, in the millions. In the millions. Yeah, like a, a fighter jet from, yeah, a Harrier jet. Wow. And he submitted a check to them, and they were like, oh, you're hilarious. Here's a coupon for two free cases of Coke. And then what? they sued him. They because sued he him. Because he was adamant about it. They sued him. And then there was this whole legal thing. I'm not spoiling this one. I'm not going to tell you if you got the jet or not. But I did find out something really horrific about Pepsi. It wasn't the first time that they had a horrible advertising campaign. What do they use child labor? Um, no, I would say this is Are worse. Are they owned by Nestle? No, PepsiCo is PepsiCo. They're like okay. Pepsi owns the other stuff. Okay. The only thing I'll ruin is that it wasn't the only advertising campaign that Pepsi really screwed up. They also had one in the Philippines back in, like, the early 90s. Like, not even that that long away from this. Yeah. And Coke was so popular in the Philippines. Yeah. And money was so popular in the Philippines because it was hard to make money because it's the Philippines. Wow. And they were like, hey. Yeah, money's popular if you're impoverished. Yeah. And and they were like, hey, you know, we have a code on the this bottle. And um, we're going to announce a winner on the next commercial. And people were, they took over Pep, uh, Coke because of this mm. ad because people wanted to get rich. And They never announced a winner? No, they did. They announced the, the winning code, but people had like... There were a lot of people who had the code. The same And then code. they realized that they had another code. Multiple codes. Because that's how many bottle caps that they kept around. And then there was like a riot. 
and people fucking died what the fuck yeah and apparently like like it's Did not nobody con- get the money in the it's end? not confirmed but apparently pepsi like firebombed their own headquarters in the philippines because they they wanted to like stage something literally this isn't confirmed. Yes, literally. No, they they figuratively firebombed, like struck their own. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't so know. so, but this but that part was like unconfirmed. Okay. They had to like mention that on. They were like, hey, we don't know if this part's true at all. <laughs> <laughs> people people was. think Pepsi did this part, but it it could have been the citizens. Um. But yeah, really crazy. Like they were, they were gonna use that as like fodder for the lawsuit, basically. Mm. And then the guy was like, "That's really evil. We're not gonna mention that." Yeah, this is getting really out of hand. But yeah, anyway, so really interesting. It's a five-part documentary. Like, like you're watching it and you're like, "Oh, this is silly." And then it's one of those documentaries where like every episode, like there's a revelation, and just like in the Bible. Yeah, the revelation at the <laughs> yeah, like at the end, like at the Bible. The revelation at the end of the fourth episode was that um, the Philippines thing. Oh, it's like people died, and then it ended. people died, and I'm like, why? Why does it people end there? People died over this Pepsi. is Netflix. It was that serious. It was getting so serious, and it was just like a dude who liked to mountain climb, and his bu- older buddy who was like a mentor to him, just trying to do something really silly. It was actually a really heartwarming story about like two bros, like bro friendship. Mm. If you see it, you should watch it. I think you should watch it too. Okay. Well. And that's what I've been enjoying on the good screen. Oh, 20 minutes later. Uh, 20, uh, 23 minutes. Only three of those minutes were mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, I told you I'm bringing stuff to the, the podcast this week. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. And from I... now on. And I'm doing a good job. I'm also playing Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Lauren. Well, we've made it this far. I haven't mm. fallen asleep yet. Not yet. It's 12.04. Mm-hmm. Why don't we go ahead and start talking about our main attraction. Hopefully we talk about it as long as I talk about my two documentaries. We won't. No? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> this feels like one of those episodes, but we're not. <laughs> All right. We're going to talk about Peter Pan and Wendy. Twenty twenty three version. Twenty twenty three. It wasn't the original was just called Peter Pan. Yes. Peter Pan. Peter. Pan Pan. Freaking sweet. I'm flying, Lois. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so this is a retelling, typical Disney live action. Yeah. Retelling of a classic movie. Uh, that we really did this... wasn't necessary. Cause the 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 Peter Pan from the early two thousands. I was gonna say was that was so good. Much fucking bad. <laughs> do you want to know oh, something funny oh we watched on. it in the cottage a couple days ago really yes i'm glad you did because i did not have the time to do that oh my god russell it is so much better in every way is it because peter pan's white no i'm just kidding the retelling pretty pretty close to the original source material yeah this retelling. one's more based on the original play i think no than, no it's I've seen the original Peter Pan movie a lot. No, Peter Pan before it was a movie. I know was a it was play. a play. Yeah, and I've seen the play. Mm. This was just like the dis like it's Disney. It's it's just like the Disney movie. Yes, but this one also had the spin. Like it it, I don't know if it was confirmed or not. I've never read the original book, um, but about how Hook was a lost boy. Yeah, 
they tried to give him like extra character. Because, yeah, they gave him character development yeah, this time. Because every movie needs that. So, Peter Pan and Wendy was directed by David Lowery. What else has he done? He directed A Ghost Story, Pete's Dragon, oh. and The Green Knight. Okay. Disney really liked what he did with the, with uh, Pete's Dragon, uh, the remake of Pete's Dragon. He, mm-hmm. he did that one. And Disney really liked that, so they were like, hey, you know, you should do Peter Pan next. Um, let's go for it. Yeah. And, um, and they were like, all right, cool. And it took four years for them to write this movie. To what? get the script down. But it's... In 2016, they approached him about this. And it took four years for the writer's room to figure this out. Uh, an adaption of, an, of a really close really close adaptation of an original Disney movie. It took them four years I'm to figure it out. I'm dumbfounded. That's so fucking stupid. That is, that is the most corporate thing I've ever heard in my life. That really is. According to Wikipedia, that's, the, that's, that's how long it took. But then, when they were about to start doing production for it, Four years after tw- 2016. Do the math. COVID time. And they had all the actors and actresses picked out. And they were like, well, sorry. We had to actually wait like two years. Well, maybe like a year and a half. I don't remember when mm-hmm. they actually started. But well, yeah. So COVID played a little bit of a part in delaying this movie from coming out. And Filming began in 2021. Yeah. So a, a year. But kids grow fast. So I'm, I'm sure the kids... Uh, well, maybe not. I mean, CG is a thing that could make him look a year younger. Anyway. It's also only like one year Speaking later. of kids, it's starring Alexander Maloney as Peter Pan. Maloney? This is his debut. Like? At M-O-L-O-N-Y. Who am I thinking of? He, he was not anything else, Lauren. Peter Pan. The guy who played Peter Pan. The little boy who played Peter yeah. Pan. This is his first movie. You're not thinking of anyone else. No, I'm thinking of the last John Mulaney? Name. Thinking of John Mulaney? <laughs> Maybe. Well, he's not related to anyone. He like I I was like both these kids probably have celebrity parents. No. And it was I was wrong with him. I was wrong with him. Oh. Now with Wendy, she is Ever Anderson. Okay. Do you know who her parents are? No. Mila Jovovich? And Paul W.S. Anderson's daughter. Do you know what they made, Lauren? A child. They made a child, yes. But do you know what movies they made? Mortal Kombat? Shh. Why are you looking it up? I have everything written down. I don't know. Put your phone down. What did they make? Resident Evil. She was the Resident Evil lady Mm. in all the live action movies. Mila? That's her. Okay. She was in Ultraviolet as well. And okay. a, few, a lot of other movies. Um, and Paul directed those movies. <clears throat> so they had like a little um, thing going on. Mm-hmm. And eventually they had a daughter. Yeah. And she was actually in the last chapter as an evil movie. As like hmm. a, a kid. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and she was also a young Black Widow in Black Widow. Okay. So she has a little bit of a tenure on Disney Plus, because I remember that came out on Disney Plus because yeah. the movie theaters weren't open. So um, that blew my mind. And also Jude Law's in the movie, and Jude Law's whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also have Paul W. S. Anderson's thing pulled up, and he produced the 1995 Mortal Kombat that we watched. He did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
weird guy. Okay, that's fun. Um, most of the movie was shot in Canada. Eh. It was shot in Vancouver. Oh, the it was bowl. very pretty. I kind of would have guessed. Um, I'm not done yet. Oh. It was shot in Vancouver, the Bonavista Peninsula of Newfoundland and Labrador. The where? The Bonavista. Bonavista. I'm really tired. No, how do you say the next word? Newfound Newfoundland. No, the word before that. Peninsula. Peninsula. Did peninsula? I say peninsula? You said it weird. Peninsula. <laughs> peninsula. Is that that's how you say Penins- it? Peninsula. 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 Of Newfoundland and Labrador. Newfoundland. Shut up. <laughs> and it was based on the original Disney movie and it premiered on Disney Plus. And it went because it only premiered on Disney Plus. I have no box office records to tell you, mm-hmm. but I can tell you it was the seventh most streamed program across all platforms. During the week of April 27th, 2023. What was the number one? I have no clue. It didn't mention it in the Wikipedia article. (laughs) Okay. So. Very interesting. And the the critical reception was like, yes, this is good. Yeah, it's Peter Pan. But I was going to guess if it was filmed anywhere, I would have guessed like New Zealand. Nope. Hmm. Canada. Weird, right? Yeah, I guess I didn't know Canada (laughs) looks like that. Um. Look like an Instagram filter. Just, just had the the plains and the craggy rocks. Well, I mean, Canada has coasts. I guess it does. <laughs> I guess it has two coasts. You've never been to like Maine or Oregon, so you don't know what like those yeah, areas. Yeah, no, look I like. don't. Yeah, you, uh, they're pirate areas. They're less like I the beaches. I grew up in an actual pirate area. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Savannah, Georgia, and Hilton Head. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Russell, there <laughs> in Savannah, Georgia, there's a whole restaurant called the Pirate House. Oh, there is, there's a restaurant. Russell, you're not, <laughs> you didn't let me finish. And you're not listening. Before it was a restaurant in the modern day, it was originally built in like the early 1800s. It was like a bed and breakfast that pirates stayed at. I don't think Blackbeard real... stayed there. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure it's not a tourist thing? Yes. Well, anyway. Pirates um, were in Savannah. Savannah was a trading post. I know. I'm just pulling your leg. You're making me mad. You're mad? You're making me <laughs> you mad. You said a smile on your face. <laughs> You're making me mad. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, <laughs> so the first thing that really struck me about this movie is I was going into it thinking like, okay, this is going to be... When the movie started, I had no clue if I thought that they had just seen Peter Pan or something because they were playing like mm-hmm. Peter Pan. I thought maybe that they had already met him. Before. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like they they like left and came back and they were like so enthralled with their adventure that they were like playing Peter Pan. And I was like, oh, wow. Wow. It's like after I was like, OK, this this might mm-hmm. actually be pretty cool. And then like it was just suddenly it was the original movie again. <laughs> Like very suddenly, yeah. Um, the, with even the dog barking and everything, and he, his shadow, whatever. Tinkerbell is there, but mm-hmm. Tinkerbell um, spoke in jingles, which was really strange. Instead of just making noises and shaking her head, mm-hmm. she like 
physically moved her mouth and then like dingle dongles came out of her mouth yeah it sounded like bells yeah and tinkerbell was of course because of the casting and the the creative vision that they have probably the most controversial part of the movie with most moviegoers what did you think about black tinkerbell <laughs> i thought it was fine i thought it was fine too I, I i i don't get why it's ever an issue i don't know i don't know why either yeah like oh people are making an issue about the new little mermaid series i really i don't care i just don't like how all of his daughters are like different colors how many wives did he had russell there's seven c's oh my god she's one of seven. Oh. yeah okay they don't, yeah i was like yeah one of the trailers it shows like all of her sisters and i was like yeah no there's seven of them there's one for each of the seven c's well where's the mom dead one mom yeah i don't know maybe not all right well either way i don't know they're fucking mermaids it's for kids who cares so yeah i think it's fine um it is kind of weird how it's just like the thing that they do now like it happened in, in pinocchio and then um this movie peter pan and now um little mermaid but like it doesn't really matter it really doesn't yeah it doesn't really matter and people will like be like oh i'm boycotting this because my little mermaid because i'm a racist my little mermaid was pale and um well you know what maybe it's time for a new generation to be exposed to more diversity in Mm -hmm. their media literally Although I will say Tinkerbell didn't really glow that much. <laughs> well, the movie was also really dark. The movie was insanely dark. Yes. When yes. I watched it, I I knew that it was dark because I had seen all the memes on Twitter about it. So I watched it with all the lights off and just had the candle going to give me a little bit of light to see. Wow. Like, it was dark. Because I was like, this movie is dark. And I can't, it, I'm not watching it on my laptop, so I can't just turn up the brightness. I did not like the filter on this movie i don't know what they were thinking about it because it's supposed to be like you know a bright cheery fairy tale yeah. movie and like it looked like like i said it looked like it looked like an old instagram filter i feel and like... there's a vignette in most of it like yeah. when they were out in the outdoors mm-hmm. there's always like a vignette around the screen i was mm-hmm. like who decided to do this whenever we go see the little mermaid that's probably going to be my biggest thing about that movie too because i've already seen just in the trailers how dark it is it's dark like again it's underwater but like yeah make it colorful oh my god is it is it is it illegal are they allergic to bright color are they yeah. allergic to brighter contrast have they never watched like a google commercial for their phones any literally anything like, do they just, not understand color theory yeah when when you're like casting darker actors you gotta have the lighting right it makes it look weird yeah anyway yeah but yeah we've no problems with any of that no it's just the lighting in period in this movie is just Mm -hmm. bizarre do you want to go see little mermaid i assumed we were gonna see it oh when does that come out i think it comes out this weekend soon let me see we're doing a lot this weekend then yeah we have a big weekend planned this is like a weekend that i would what that you would what were you gonna say something no you just cut yourself off all of a sudden um (laughs) i thought you were saying something no little mermaid comes out on thursday wow yeah well shit well well shit i guess we're going back to the movies theater this weekend yeah we can do that on two disney movies in a row 
So I'll have no. to watch another documentary then. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that the lighting was very bizarre and the pacing mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie was very strange. Yes, like, I noticed that too. It was like boom, 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 boom. And then all of a sudden, like, they were like split the up. In. They got hit by a cannonball and they all survived. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a children's movie, so it's whatever. All right, that part was But the was pacing really bizarre. threw me off because the beginning was like boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then like halfway in, it like slows it really down. Really slowed down. So hard, like they hit the brakes so fucking hard. It felt like a whole. That's different the part movie. where the kids all fell asleep, like in the movie, but also like the kids watching the movie probably fell asleep there or went to go get a snack. Yeah, that was snack time. Did you ever have like a movie watching experience growing up, where you just because your parents were watching the movie too you had free reign to like have a lot of a snack and you just kept going back to the kitchen to get more russell can i tell you something what your parents never watched movies with you we never had movie nights okay sorry everyone i grew up in a very disjointed family environment can i tell you a quick story about one of mine sure my mom and my sister and I were watching Atlantis. Mm-hmm. I think the first one, maybe the second one. Okay. Which was like a straight to video, but we rented it. Because mm-hmm. he did that back then. We went, rented it from like, I think Hollywood Video. We were closer to Hollywood Video. I think it might have been that one. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom got pizza from like Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. And I ate, I was eight years old and I ate. Oh, shit. A lot of pizza. I ate a lot of pizza that night. Yeah. I ate maybe like most of a pizza. So nothing's changed. And yeah, nothing's changed <laughs> at all. And um Sprite. Drink a lot of Sprite. I drank a lot of Sprite. I guess I do have some movie memories. Thank God it's caffeine free. I would have died. Um so my brother and I were kind of latchkey kids for a long time growing up. So okay. whenever we would get home we would watch movies together. But we also had free range of the kitchen because we were home alone. Right. But um sometimes on the weekends we would spend time at my grandparents and i remember one weekend it was before the blockbuster closed okay um we went to blockbuster and we each rented a movie i remember i picked out aristocats (laughs) i don't remember what my brother picked out but i remember they all made fun of me for picking out aristocats and i was like i just want to watch it it's a good movie yeah is that the we are siamese if you please movie yeah okay super racist i'm surprised they haven't done like a live action version of that one yet if you think disney's bad now look in the past just look back when they were no holds barred yeah yeah um anyways oh yeah so (laughs) so yeah so the so the part in the movie where the kids all probably went to go get a snack or fall asleep Mm -hmm. was the part where they were all chilling at the Lost Boys hideout or whatever. Yeah, the weird Remember, ancient ruins on Neverland. We're not all boys. Remember when they explicitly said that because there were girls? Yeah. And the one girl goes, "We're not. We don't have to be boys. Yeah. To be Lost Boys." And I was like, "All right." Yeah. <laughs> cool. I thought. Yeah, I was like, "Okay, go off." Go off, Queen. I liked that. I, I thought that was funny. Yeah. 
I thought there was a lot of stuff that's like I think Disney just does all this stuff to like fuck with people. <laughs> yes. Like I really think so. Like, like what can like, we do in this movie to really piss someone off, but a kid want to give less of a shit about? Yeah, a kid would not care. Like yes, like a girl would be like, oh, I can be a lost boy too, and then yeah, the, the parents are like, oh, that's indoctrination. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I thought that. Um, everything was just so like fever dreamy in the beginning because it was going by so quickly and then it kind of stalls and then yeah, it's I like, was like is the whole rest of the movie gonna be this fast yeah are they gonna skip to something else no but no they never did they did do the circle transition did you see that circle like where it, like the zoom in and it's like a circle vignette to like transition to another part of the movie i laugh so hard when that happened i don't remember like it went whoop like like that's a transition i don't remember like a star wars transition i don't remember no okay no. so but i believe you i watched this movie in two parts i watched half of it yeah. one night and the rest of the half the next night yeah i watched it all I was in one go and i was just glued to the screen really <laughs> no <laughs> um well i mean yeah I, I yeah that's gross I mean, <laughs> I was I was present for the whole thing. I didn't like get up or anything, mm. but I was really enjoying you just my. Put it on and left I the was house. really enjoying my trail mix. Okay, <laughs> you ate the whole bag. I, I didn't eat the whole bag that night. You ate most of it. I ate, I ate most of it during the movie. You're lucky I don't like trail mix, or I would have been pissed. It it was so good. Uh, that might be my screw this shout out. Because <laughs> uh, I don't really have one, so mm. I might just cop out on there. Um, wow. Thank you for the foreshadowing. Yeah, so I thought it was strange how all of a sudden they were like, okay, well, we have to make Peter Pan be more human. Mm-hmm. And we have to say, we have to tell everyone that Captain Hook was once a little boy yeah. and he used to play hide and... Oh, it's sorry uh, for getting home. Yeah. And he used to play hide and seek with his with Peter Pan. And then, So I have something to say about that whole storyline edition. What? Because <clears throat> I do remember from somewhere... Like, it was either some sort of, like, theory going back to the original book, or maybe it was a part of the original book, that Hook was a lost boy that had grown up. Right. But um, the whole character development with Peter in this movie felt very stupid. Because the whole point of Peter Pan in the original movie and in the original story was that he was just too immature to do any of that stuff. Right. And so for him to have any sort of character development literally goes against what his character is all about. So he didn't. Yeah. So he didn't have any character development or anything in the first stories. Yeah. Because it would just contradict the whole point of the story, which is like growing up is something we all have to do eventually. And if you don't grow up, then you just are really restricting yourself. Right. Um, like and- Peter Pan in a way is like an anti-hero. He's supposed to be, yeah. Like, he's, like, kind of, like, oh, how cool, like, he doesn't grow up, but also, like, he doesn't grow up. It's supposed to be, like, a pleasure island type thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, you think, uh, and and I guess the whole theme of the movie is Wendy doesn't want to grow up, but then she's, like, I think I have to grow up because uh, these kids, like, they want me to be their mother, and, like, clearly, like, I'm an older person. this one they didn't 
go on that so much as they did in the original one. I think they joked about it. They joked about it in the movie, yeah. But that wasn't like the whole point of her character. In this one, it was her being going to boarding school the next day. Yeah. And she was like thinking about the rest of her life. And she was like, I don't want to leave here. I don't want to leave my brothers behind. I still want to play with them like when we were kids. But then like throughout the movie, like when she's thinking of her happy thoughts, like the last montage is like her thinking about her future growing up yeah um and that's when that's so deep yeah as that's what took four years for them to write yeah (laughs) as opposed to before it was like memories of childhood yeah which both are totally valid she saw how ridiculous peter pan was and was like no i don't want to be here forever yeah that's what the original (laughs) point of the story was it was like a cautionary tale yeah and like I guess in the original story that she like kind of had a thing for Peter, but since Peter had no ability to love, yeah, it was like completely like unrequited. There is a video essay that I want you to watch. Okay. About the original play. I've seen the Peter original Pan. play. I don't need to watch a video essay about it. Just do. My it. mom used to put it on a lot. You know, a woman played Peter Pan in that. Yeah, she's always played Peter Pan. Well, anyway. A woman traditionally plays Peter Pan. That's why when they did, like, the live show for it or whatever in, like, the late 2010s. Don't you remember? No. On, like, like ABC Family or something had oh, some sort of, like, yeah, live and it was play a man. for it. No, it was, it a, was woman. a woman. Oh, okay. Yeah, but there were so many complaints about it, but That's nobody, how it always was. No, yeah, nobody knows the history yeah. about it. It's always been a girl that's played yeah. Peter Pan. Okay. Well, either way. <clears throat> um... I remember fighting Captain Hook in Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories on the Game Boy Advance. Shut the fuck up. He was really easy. And then the next boss was really hard. Okay. Yeah. I'm so glad you shared that. (laughs) So if I... If you had to rank (laughs) the original 1950s Peter Pan, the early 2000s Peter Pan, and this Peter Pan, what order would you... What about the 1963 one? Like, the Disney movie. That's the one I meant. Oh, okay. The original animated movie. I love the original animated movie. Mm. I was a big fan of it growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen the like 2003, 2004 <gasps> one. You haven't? In a while. I've seen it. I watched... But I haven't seen it in a while. I watched most of it, it at had, work the other night. It had more like like movie magic. Uh, not just because of like the... Um, peter pan or whatever Mm -hmm. but like it felt more like a magical like whimsical kids Mm -hmm. movie than this one did it also was colorful it was colorful also kind of like spun the plot a little bit differently yeah it It was more original i remember the part where like Like tinkerbell died yes and they were like fuck like kids were in the movie i saw in the movie theaters they were sobbing i bet kids were screaming that they believed in fairies God, no. and and chanting to get her to come back oh and it was God. like it was like a crazy That's trauma yeah I, I, it feels was this a steven spielberg movie let me look it up <laughs> peter pan i thought you're looking it up on there but i had my macbook's right in front of you 2003 yeah it was 2003 okay mm. who directed this i Nick? had a dvd of this movie growing up i watched it pj hogan who the fuck is pj hogan what else has he done? Because I want to watch it. He did Peter Pan, Mental, My Best Friend's Girlfriend, I guess? Confessions of a Shopaholic. Bunch of romantic comedies. Oh. Peter Pan was like his thing, the I guess. One. The big one. 
uh yeah but um i haven't seen that one soon enough but i do remember like it feeling a lot like more like a good traditional movie yeah it felt like a fresh incarnation as opposed to a rehashing yeah it yeah. felt like a, a modern take, take with the i'm sure it looks a little outdated now but yeah the scenes where they're flying the cgi is a little iffy yeah you but just at the saw time it. it would have been amazing yeah um but we should watch it soon it's so good Russell. yeah i might watch it so i have documentaries to watch about pepsi well you should know peter pan in that movie he was my first crush can i oh wow okay well i'm sorry i can't be peter pan i mean you do have like the like kind of no i don't blonde hair peter pan in this movie has black hair okay well in the 2003 one he has like blondish brown hair like you yeah he does blue eyes i'm looking for never mind i'm getting distracted (laughs) all right so overall what do you think about this movie lauren i give it a mediocre screen mediocre screen mediocre screen i think it's a good screen for the target audience kind of like mario well not like mario but like in the same realm like i mean yes but it's also but it's it's kind of like pinocchio where it's like why would you put this on when on the same platform you can just put put the the original original on yes and you can have a good time too (laughs) yeah so i would say if we had a kid and we were gonna put on peter pan i'd put on the the animated one well i would show them maybe the animated one first yeah but you gotta have a reference point yeah i would probably show them the original stuff first and then later on show them the the 2003 one yeah this one i pretend like it never existed wow if i had to choose like if i was to rank them i would do the 2003 one the original movie but what if what if our kids like why is tinkerbell white don't think they're gonna care. no they, they, they would not care i would be very um, surprised but yeah i think i think this movie is good for like what it is i guess it's completely like inoffensive i'm not shocked at the casting yeah. or anything like that we i went over that plenty of I, times we had to make sure we cover our bases i will say though i did not like the acting performance of the boy who played peter pan you thought he was kind of like a prissy little bitch i just didn't like his acting he was like overacting but at the same time he was supposed to be annoying because he just doesn't grow up I, you got he was me like there. the the kid on, in the polar express with the glasses kind of but once you see the 2003 one you'll see what i mean by yeah. like this it's not a good peter pan yeah Okay. Well, I would say this is still good screen for what it is. I'm not going to be harsh. I think it's messy. If they color corrected this, I think I would have liked it a lot more. Me too. And I'm sure someone will go out there and do that. Yeah. Speaking of amazing color correction, did you know John Wick 4 comes out on streaming soon? Did they color correct it? No. I mean, they don't have to. It is really good. I keep thinking about that one scene where he's like in japan and like he comes out of the shadows and there's like that neon lights in the in the cherry tree mm. and i want to get an ultra wide monitor just to make that my wallpaper mm. i in that movie i think about when he gets pushed down the stairs but he fought he went back up yeah yeah i think about i think about I that think movie a lot i really want to play the game you know there's a game there's a it's a it's a tactical turn-based strategy game where like you're in like like slow motion 
you're like in slow motion and you gotta like take down all the people in the room before they get to you isn't it like top view it's like it's a top view um how do i explain it to you it's not top to, view to me. Uh, i think the term we're looking for is isometric okay you understand that i know what term? isometric is yeah okay kind of like like, a, like diablo or like um i, I would have described that as isometric well diablo is like the, the so one. isometric <laughs> is like unpacking oh yeah it's like that where it's like you can you're basically overhead but there's still walls okay yeah what's another game that's like that um zelda no zelda yeah i guess zelda yeah but it's like um shit who who made that game i'm trying to think who made that game. it doesn't matter but yeah i want to play it and and talk about it on here at some point or if we ever actually get our boots off the ground for our gaming thing yeah, I, I'm working over 40 hours a week. I'm yeah, it'll that. just that'll just be me, I guess. <laughs> yeah, uh, that'll be my little venture if that ever happens. But yeah, so that that would be interesting if if a video randomly pops up that's like John Wick is pretty cool or John Wick X is pretty cool. I think that's what it was called. Um, I'll you'll know who's gonna be on that video. It's gonna be me. Just you. Just me. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we're getting a little distracted. I didn't talk about our comments from last week. We have two. 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 Uh, one from Skyward. Hi, Skyward. Actually, we have uh, some other stuff in Discord, too. Um, oh. Skyward said, in in response to my question last week about having too many games, Okay. he said, I don't think I'm at the point of consolidating my game collection or stop buying games entirely, but I am trying not to buy as many this year, only about 12 or so. That's good. That's, that's healthy. A limit. That's a limit. Yeah. And then, um, previously known as Edgar underscore thirteen R. Oh, he changed his username. He changed. We, he changed his username to Gearbox three one one on YouTube. Okay. And he said, "I decided to consolidate my YouTube username to match my Discord." <laughs> <laughs> He said, I did consolidate my movie collection a couple years ago. I collected DVDs, later Blu-rays, from 2001 to 2018. Just all of them? All of the Blu-rays. Just all of them? In total, I had about 4,500 titles. Oh, he's movies fucking lying. It's easy, it's easy to get a lot of movies lying. 4,000? Yes. 500? I ended up selling and giving most of them away, and I just kept about 40 movies and some, t- some shows. Talk, that's an extreme that's consolidate that's liquidation that is like that is liquidating <laughs> over time it is best to get rid of or sell things that you don't regularly use i guess you wouldn't regularly use four thousand you DVDs. wouldn't re- yeah i mean rip them all to your computer and sell them yeah <laughs> literally uh all right and we also got some comments on our discord okay from i want to say hold on i remember what you told me about will his comments about our episode yeah but that wasn't on discord that was like in like on a voice chat oh, yeah. on discord <laughs> i got added so on here Who, who's everybodying i'm scrolling there's so much why which server are you looking in i'm looking at the isha gaming server holy moly oh yeah they're talking about 
Were they playing games? They're talking about Zelda. Okay, anyway, what are the comments? Oh, at everyone. Uh, it wasn't me. It was at everyone. Yeah. Okay, well, psh, fuck that conversation. All right, so let me look up the um, the comments on Discord. Please do. Will said he got gem baited from Disco Elysium. What's gem baited? Like hidden gem. Oh, okay. Like, and then he didn't like it, I guess. Mm. Every time I boot that up, I fall asleep. Also, Dishonored and Dark Souls. I just don't have the patience for that type of game. And then oh. Jesse said he was bummed to hear about Disco Elysium, but he understands this got Dishonored and he couldn't get through 30 minutes. I don't know if I also asked about games that they couldn't enjoy. Um, but it feels like he, he said that unprompted, so I don't know. <laughs> I had a friend in high school that really liked Dishonored. Josh Stover really liked Dishonored. I never understood it, uh, mostly because I wasn't a gamer. I'm still debatably not a gamer. You just play one game. I just play one game. And you talk game. about it every week. Just for Will. Just for Will. <laughs> well, I am Just gonna... wait until I play the game. <laughs> oh my god. Well, you have my permission. I'm giving you permission on behalf of Russell. Even though that's Russell's console. But if you... Want to play the original Verona? Let me know, and He's you can borrow our PS3 for a weekend. And he doesn't. He doesn't even want to play a game ever. I don't care. All right. Well, well, you can come over, and I will give you an in-depth uh, showing of <laughs> Atelier Verona in all its perfection. This will be our first game of the year every video. year since it came out in like 2010. Showing Will Atelier Verona. Verona. Mm-hmm. okay well yeah the original stupid one right. i want a figure of her model so bad okay lauren before we start talking about this again and drive will absolutely crazy let's move to the next section of our pcast, pcast. of our pod okay what is your screenless shout out what is it <laughs> my screenless shout out this week is uh support 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 wow um for those <laughs> what <laughs> why are you laughing i don't know <laughs> go on go on okay say your thing uh so i work in a group home right don't say too much i'm not but i work in a group home and i'm the only second shift staff but on sunday I worked with someone who was very supportive, and today my normal coworker, who isn't officially second shift staff, but works second shift hours, um, was there today. Cool. And I missed them very much. You missed their support. Yes, but they are leaving in a couple weeks, so That's I'm going to try and bust out a quilt. A very thoughtful quilt. Yeah. That's nice. So, that's my screenless shout-out. My screenless shout-out is... The trail mix I got from Aldi. Shut the fuck up. Are you going to laugh at me saying I like this it was when because I'm of the con- It was the contrast between your like, <laughs> my screen the shout out is support, love thy neighbor, care with each other. I'm like, my screen the shout out is my trail, Tuscan trail, trail mix. mix. Uh, it's, it's, I, I've never seen it at Aldi before. It's called Tuscan trail mix. It's literally just like the crunchy stuff and peanuts. It is so good. Are peanuts and, crunchy? Yes. But like the crunchy like chippies, like bagel chips and mm-hmm. whatever those little shriveled things are. 
So it was like Chex Mix, but peanuts. It was Instead like Chex. It was like Chex Mix, but not sweet. Chex Mix isn't sweet. Chex Mix is a little sweet. What flavor of Chex Mix are you eating? Lauren, I fucking love Chex Mix. Yeah, I do too. The, the blue Chex Mix. It yeah, is not sweet. It's a little sweet. No. It has a little bit of... No. Maybe it's just saltier. I don't know. It's salty. Compared to this, it's sweet. It was just like... No. It, it felt like it wasn't that many calories. <laughs> it felt like it wasn't. I didn't don't look at do the, the math. Don't do the math on the whole container. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was just really good. I'm going to go get s- some more probably tomorrow. Wow. And I just think it's really good. I've never seen it at Aldi before. But it's called Tuscan Trail Mix. I think it's like their brand. It's very yummy. You know what I tried Made today? Made me really thirsty. That's from Costco. What? Um. So my coworker who's back. Yeah. Um. They had these like fruit leather strips. Um. And they're organic, and they're from Costco, and they're really good. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm over Costco. I know you are, but they're really good. I'm an Aldi guy now. Yeah. <laughs> they sell salmon in portions that I can eat. <laughs> they don't sell the whole fish. They don't sell the whole fucking fish. Yeah. Um, yeah, so my screen the shout out is Trail Mix, and yours is support and being good to each other. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm really mm-hmm. glad we we What's did this podcast today. Um there's a lot of songs uh in the in the brawny commercials in the brawny commercials oh my brother Uh. (laughs) (laughs) that's like the vibe we all need somebody to lean on yeah okay Mm -hmm. cool and my vibe is (laughs) uh text mix my vibe is sitting on the ranch in oklahoma looking at the tornado in the distance and being like I ain't getting off this porch. I mean, this trail mix. And then seeing the tornado go in the other direction. God bless. That's my that's my vibe. That's a blessing. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, what's our... Uh, we had a little question last week. What's our question of the week this week, Lauren? Do you want one? My question of the week this week is... Um, Can you think of anything before I try and pull one out? Is there a specific question we can ask? What is your favorite kind of Chex Mix? There we go. (laughs) What's your favorite kind of Chex Mix? What is yours? My favorite is called Turtle. Oh, the dessert one. Yeah. Yeah. I like Muddy Buddy one. Muddy Buddy is good, but it's also kind of... That one is very desserty. It's it's too desserty. You can make um homemade one. It's called puppy chow. Yeah, that's what I've it is. I've made that with Mimi before. Yeah, it's like you put peanut it's, butter and powdered sugar on checks. It's too. Really good. It's too messy. It is. My true favorite is just the original blue bag, original checks mix. Really? Hmm. And maybe throw like a bag of M and M's in there. I would, when I was in that stint that I was living with Nana, mm-hmm. in between. Uh, when we moved in here, mm-hmm. and when I lived uh, across the way, did you eat a lot of Chex Mix? Every Friday, I would go to Wise and get four, four, four of the little bags. Okay. I like the big bags, the little bags for a dollar. They were a dollar each, mm. if they were a dollar each. Yeah, and it was like every other week. Mm-hmm. 
I would get four of them. Mm. And that'd be my weekend. That sounds nice. At least two of them. I'm going to go get some checks fixed now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm getting really thirsty just thinking about it. Um, I like the cheddar one too. Mm. What's the one in the black bag? That's like the garlic, like, uh, bold, I think it's called. Yeah, that one's good too. Yeah. But, it, like, Chex Mix is my favorite road trip food. Yeah. I'll get a bag of Chex Mix for the road trip. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So, our question of the week this week is, what is your favorite tra- uh, trail mix? Chex, Chex Mix. mix. Uh, there is a trail mix version of, che- of there Chex is. Mix. Yeah. So, it could be then. Maybe. Um, Skyward, if they don't sell Chex Mix in Australia, uh, I will post the picture of every kind I can think of on the Discord. And you can choose. And you can choose <laughs> which one you might like. <laughs> um all right well i think that's uh that's all i got in the tank it's almost one o'clock yeah uh i'm tired i'm ready for bed i'm gonna go to bed too mm-hmm. okay good night um, everybody yeah so everyone i hope you enjoyed it i guess we're coming back with another disney movie next week and uh we'll see you later bye bye